0: All right. Welcome to Peeps Creek, the cafe where we serve you delightful, slightly intense, but definitely worthwhile conversations. A podcast focused on bringing people together by drinking, listening, and conversing. So grab your favorite drink and let's see what's on today's menu. All right, people. Welcome to Peeps Creek. Yes, it is Peeps Creek, the cafe. This is episode 33. um, And this is our first straight up no chaser episode um so i am excited about introducing this particular piece um or uh, to th- to the, the podcast because it's really an opportunity um to have some good conversations whether it's one person two pers- people three four whatever but today i am by my lonesome um but it is twelve forty on monday well, technically, Tuesday morning, February 9th, and I am recording this to come out on Wednesday, the 10th. Um, and so I just debated and debated and debated and debated about what I wanted to talk about. But before we do that, I know that most places are quarantining. So the bars stop serving alcohol at a certain particular point. But the cafe, we are still popping. Ah, look at that. Mmm. Don't that look so good? That is what I normally drink on technically some bourbon diluted with some seltzer water because it is late. So technically I did um, add a chaser, but not in the conversation. Ha! Um. So yeah, so let's go ahead and get to the episode. Ha! All right. So, um, So, like I said, part of the the impetus behind this was really to have some good conversations, um, to discuss some things that I think is important, that maybe, you know, when Denise is here is important and when Christian is here is important and whomever is here is important. But it's really an opportunity to just talk, to have some truthful conversations, some heart to heart conversations. Um, It could be used for an opportunity to get things off our chest um, or just discuss about something that may not be a um, a series that we're doing or a podcast topic because there may be several things going on in this particular episode of Straight Up No Chaser. Um, so what is the purpose of today's um, topic? So I'm, I'm taking out my iPad because earlier today, um, admittedly between work, um, I was looking at different v- videos of some some black great artists who i think are great artists um some who i adore and i follow and i love their music and i, I can tell you all about their music some that i can't um but i also felt compelled to look at videos and to hear some of the things that they were saying, particularly given the fact that it's Black History Month. And I've been struggling struggling internally um, sometimes about, I don't know, sometimes I feel slighted by people who um, I feel are my friends, family, and I just feel like sometimes um, maybe I should receive a little more you know, hype, accolades, not accolades, that's the wrong word, but hype about what I'm doing because I'm doing something positive um, with this podcast. But the reality is when I looked at these videos, I had a, a coming to Jesus moment. We'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about Um, Some of the things that I uncovered um, that made me think about things a little differently. And so hopefully this conversation can help other people who are creating projects, whether that's music, whether that's writing a a script for something, whether that is um, writing a book or, you know, just going out there and doing TikToks and you're trying to be famous or you want to be an influencer on social media. Maybe this conversation will resonate and even resonate with other podcasters who f- maybe come and go with these feelings. But um, what I decided to name this particular episode of Straight Up No Chaser is my words are my most valuable possession. And I think that's important for this particular episode primarily, but also about why I wanted to do this podcast. That's the whole impetus of me doing the podcast was to allow a platform where I can communicate my thought processes, my feelings, have conversations with people, debate about certain issues, um, And just engage in good old conversations centered around drinks, because I do think the concept of libations is important and it brings people together and it allows folks to discuss things that they never would have thought about. How many of you have even gone to like a bar in a random city by yourself and just sat down, start drinking and someone came and talked to you and then you realize, Jesus, I would have never even went up to you back home. But this conversation is good. Right. So, you know, that's the whole impetus behind this podcast. I started in 2018. um, And so let's talk a little bit about some of the artists that I looked at. So I looked at, um, of course, my favorite Patti LaBelle, that is my favorite artist. Um, But I looked at the masterclass that she did with Oprah in 2015. Then I looked at another artist who I admire um, tremendously and that's Nina Simone. I looked at an interview that she gave in 1999. And then I looked at this video from Jay-Z. Now I'm not a fan of Jay-Z. I'm gonna admittedly say that. Um, But I think listening to him Gave me a different perspective and it was listening to him that really motivated me with this concept of words are my most valuable possession. Because in this particular interview, there was a young woman who was interviewing him who said that she heard and recall that when he was I'm just going to I think maybe 13, 14, 15. The video is out there on YouTube. Um, he His mother would buy him three-wing binders, and that's where he would keep um, all of his um, lyrics that he wrote, and he would hide it on his bed because he didn't want anyone to steal it. And the impetus behind that was that his words were his most valuable possession. And that struck me and resonated with me um, quite heavily because this is what I do. I do it on my day job as a lawyer, whether that is um, communicating with clients, whether that is communicating through the written word of motions or what have you, communicating to the court, communicating to the the opposite side. My words are my possession. It is who I am. It is what gets me to get a job, to get a client, to persuade someone. Um, And so it's important for me to hone in and recognize that my words are my possession. Um, Another thing that he discussed in that particular instance is that, you know, as you progress in life, whether that is professionally, personally, you are always going to be the core of who you are. But you learn right. And in the process of learning then you begin to change, not because you are successful, not because you, you want to disassociate yourself from who you used to be. It's just a natural progression. But the core of who you are, is always going to be there. Um, And so I, I don't know, I, I don't know why I really just thought this, this interview just listening to him and it was multiple interviews they had this video was a mix right of different interviewers interviewing Jay-Z and at different times in his life I think one time when he was um, married to Beyonce and then another time when he wasn't but what I noticed is that concept of changing you can see it evident in these in the interviews but You also saw evident in these interviews, the core of who he is. And I think that's important. Like it's important for you to be who you are because that's how people like you. That's how people get to know you. That's how people um, get to support you. And so I'm going to stop right there on this word support, because this is something that has bothered me for a moment. Like I feel like, you know, I do. I spend time resources, energy on trying to make this platform successful, not because I want to make money. That's always and you know a desire. But because I take pride in what I do. When I get in front of a mic and I ask other people to participate with me. It's important for me um to have a good product, right? It's important for for me to um, have something that people would enjoy listening to, but it's also an, an important for me to have something that someone um, would want to support. And support comes in so many different ways, right? It is contacting you, sending you a text message. I have one of my fraternity brothers, Josh, is great for this, right? Actually, probably the only one who, no, no shade, no tea, but It is straight up no chaser right but constantly hits me up tells me about the episodes that he listened to gives me ideas gives me topics hook me up with the concept of the social app clubhouse Um, and so it's those small things like that that matter like it doesn't take a lot for people to repost something now granted you want to repost something that you whole you wholeheartedly think is something worth someone else saying seeing now I'm not saying just because we're friends that you are obligated to do that um or even if we're family that you're obligated to do that but I think it's important to hear from those individuals who you consider friends and family right that what you're doing is good it's they see you and everyone wants to be seen how they want to be seen is it may show up differently. Someone may want to be seen um, by having a spotlight. Some people may want to be seen by just being able to have their family and friends um, saying, hey, good job. Some people want to be seen because they want you to support what you're doing. So they want you to repost like I've seen some of my friends who I think are very close and actually some have actually been on this podcast, <laughs> um, repost other people's stuff in our circle of friends, but won't repost an episode of mine, right? They ask me about the podcast, but they won't repost. post. And so it gets me to thinking like, okay, is it that they don't think it's a good product? Um, Or do they just have no concept of how that may look? Um, But then at the end of the day, I realized that I didn't do this for them. I did it for me, right? Because my words are my most valuable possession. And it's important for me to be able to use my words appropriately. It's important for me to be able to speak my truth. It's important for me to be able to share what I think and what others think. Um, because it is that ability to communicate and the ability to just create an atmosphere of exchange of ideas that's important. Right. I know I may sound like a professor at this moment, you know, because technically (laughs) I do want to be a professor in real life, but putting that aside. um, But these are things that I think are important. I I think about these things all the time. Um, Denise would tell you that we've had a lot of conversations where I get discouraged, right, Um, because you know, I don't think, uh, let's say like some family members, you would think, okay, how hard is it to repost something? Right? How hard is it to comment on a video that you put on Facebook when you're commenting on everyone else's pictures and statuses? It gets frustrating, it gets annoying. And then it seems like maybe it's a dig against you. But then the reality is, is that people got their own shit, right? They got their own lives going on. They can pick and choose who they want to write to, who they want to support, who they want to repost. Um, And so it is what it is. And I also want to give a shout out to my oldest brother because he is consistent with communicating, coming on, um, chatting, sending messages um, of support. Um, And so it's those little things that i think are important in your journey of doing whatever it is that you're doing whether it's podcasting whether it's, it's uh, want to be an artist and draw whether it is rapping right my son is in a process now where he wants to get into music i fully or wholeheartedly support that and as part of my support i repost the things that he puts out there right i invest in him products so that he can go ahead and actually um, manifest that desire, right? The, for me, when I'm supportive of something, right? I'm supportive of something. Um, and so, like I said, from the very beginning, support comes in so many different ways, so many different avenues. Um, and so, it just gets sometimes disheartening when those who you consider being your closest circle are not supportive, At least as you articulate it. Right. Or you believe Um, or it feels like sometimes they are shady or or um, I I don't know what the right word is, but shady or want to see you fail. But for me, I think looking at some of these videos today, it just resonated with you keep moving. Right. You keep pushing. And there was one thing actually in one of the interviews that Will Smith gave. He says that if you want to do something, you want to develop a craft. Right. You want to become something. You want to um, be a star. Right. Let's say that because that's what he wanted to do is that you have to do it with such an quote unquote, desperate, obsessive focus. And 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 so when I heard that, I was like. Fuck. Yeah. Like. Be desperate about the things that you want in life, right, and putting into place your plan to get there. Be obsessive with that, because if you're not obsessive about it, what makes you think anyone else is going to sign on to it? If you're not focused on reaching whatever it is that you want to reach. Why? Why else would anyone sign on to it? Right. So looking at that video, it just truly, truly, truly made me realize that I was thinking about the wrong things, because the reality is whether my friends, colleagues watch watch the podcast, listen to the podcast, whether they retweet it or repost it on Instagram or Facebook, whether they comment on my videos or not. The reality is, is that there are people listening. There's people looking, you know, we're doing great on the charts, podcast charts. So I'm excited about that. And surprisingly, we're doing good internationally. Well, I guess I shouldn't say surprisingly, but, (laughs) you know, so it's those things that matter, because um, if you are. Focus on something that you want to do and you genuinely want to do it. And I'm, I'm going to steal this from Will Smith. And you put such desperate, obsessive focus towards that. You are going to make it somewhere. Right. It may not get you to the mainstream. It may not make you a millionaire, but it's about that internal satisfaction that matters. Right. Whether it's a hobby or whether it's something that you're trying to make into a business, whatever it is, just keep moving, keep reaching, keep you know pushing through. Now, I know there are a lot of things that's going on that may prevent people from doing that. There are um, familiar um, obligations. We, we're in the midst of a pandemic. We got all kind of crazy politicians and politics plan and blowing in our ear. Um, But the one thing we can always have. Hmm? The one thing we can always have. is a good old good drink. Look at that. Hmm? Hmm. <laughs> a good old good drink will bring it on home. All right. So let's move to some of the things that I learned from the other people. So. In this interview from Nina Simone, I just love Nina Simone. My baby don't care for clothes. All right. So um, there was a part where she, uh, she was um, discussing the fact that she was a child prodigy. Now, I knew that she wanted to be a classical pianist I, I knew that but what i didn't know until looking at this particular interview was that she started playing piano at three not from lessons it was she was in church um, her mother got the spirit and nina decided let me go up here and <laughs> let me put some some keys to what's going on over here and she started playing right and ever since then, she had it in her head, her mind, that she wanted to be a classical pianist, okay? Why am I even telling this story? Why is the, why is this important? Well, one is black history, right? So we should be thinking about black history, right? Um, but what there was a moment where she made it to Carnegie Hall, right? She's famous, she's got to Carnegie Hall, I think she was maybe in her 20s. And she wrote her mother a a letter. um, And she said basically. She had received a break. But she's still disappointed. And I just was thinking like. You at Carnegie Hall. You are at the top of your game. At Carnegie Hall as a black artist right. But then she said. I'm disappointed because I wanna be playing classical music because I wanted to be a classical pianist. And she had applied for this famous school. The school um, slips my mind, but she was rejected because of the color of her skin, right? So I say that to say, I know that for a lot of people, there are so many obstacles and darts that are gonna be coming your way, right? Trying to knock you off, trying to make sure you don't make it to that finish line or that bullseye um, of what you wanna do. But she indicated that, yeah, she had the break and she had arrived and she had become famous, but there was always something that prevented her from reaching that level that she really wanted to reach. Right. Um, And so. It 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 it, it, it just resonates with you can you can take take it out of this podcast, take it out of whatever it is, anything in life. I think that's a lesson there, right? There is the ability to make it somewhere, but also to still feel as if there's so much more to do. And she said something that, um, Jay-Z said, said also said in regards to you trust your instincts. Both of them said that. And she indicated because uh, the guy who was interviewing her, um, He was basically, I guess he was trying to be an asshole, in my opinion, trying to be funny, this white guy. No offense. Um, But, you know, he basically was like, you know, you will go to shows and you'll make people wait. And she said, yes, i make them wait. (laughs) And she said, because I don't touch that piano until I'm ready and they are ready to listen. Think about that power power of that right yes people may get annoyed sitting there you know show's supposed to start at eight and maybe she goes to the piano at 845 but maybe they were not respectful of her craft right respectful of who she was respectful of what she had to um, bring to the table but most importantly right not recognizing the journey that she had to take to get there right because some of us we have to take a different route right and given the fact that and you know let's just say what it is racism was rampant right systemic racism is still present and the effects of that is lingering. and she was in the midst of all that while being an exceptional pianist but not good enough to be a classical pianist because she was black right and so And she says, and the reason she did that is not to be an asshole, but she has to be composed, poised, and remember, um, she said, and she remembered what her first piano teacher taught her. And that is, you do not touch that piano until you are ready and until they are ready to listen to you. So you make them wait. Right. So I, I don't know. I just I just thought that was a powerful moment. Right. Um, and then I watched the Patti LaBelle Oprah's master class from two two 2015. And there's so many good gems in that, not just because um, I'm a fanatic. I am a fan, a huge fan. Right. Um, but there's so many. Gems there in these people's story. I don't care what you want to say about folks' voice, and you might have your opinion, and your people try to pit who's the queen versus all that. I'm not trying to hear all that. I don't really care about that because I know who I like and love. But the journeys are uh, is something that we can learn from. You can learn from anyone, and that was one of the things that she said: is that. No matter how long you've been doing something, right. Stay out of your own way. Sometimes that was one of the things, one of the lessons that she indicated. And she said, you know, I've been singing for years. I've been doing things for years. I've been making trailblazing and certain things, Been the first, you know, black group to to play at the Metropolitan Opera House. Right. But I don't know everything. There are people who's going to come behind me who's younger than me that does this better than I do. There are folks who who've learned a craft or learned a way of doing the same craft that you're in, whereas you can learn. And right. that was another thing is that um, the LaBelle said is don't let don't don't dim your own light and don't let anyone dim your light. Right. Keep that old internal flame growing, right? If you're passionate about something, that passion should be that flame. It should keep you going. It should keep you motivated. You should be excited, right? About what it is that you're doing. Now, just, you know, the other day, it was just I'm just going to say this. I don't really care if this person gets upset or not, because it really annoyed me and irked me. I received a text out of the blue was like, do you think your podcast is black? Would you consider your podcast black? And I'm like, hello? We went to school together, law school together. I'm black. I created this, right? Um, Yeah, Christian, Denise, they are Hispanic, but I'm black, right? We're, We're BIPOC, right? Black indigenous people of color podcast, right? And The catch, though, was, you know, I wanted to know, you know, if I promoted you because it's Black History Month, blah, 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 blah. And while I'm grateful for the opportunity, I don't need to beg for that. Right. That goes back to the first thing that I said before. You are going to support, promote because you think the substance and content of what I have to offer is something that is worthy, all right, your followers to hear about. And the fact that it's something positive, I think it's in and of itself a justification, right? The the fact that we're friends should also be a factor when and that. And the fact that you can do it because you asked this question right these are factors that should automatically go to not automatically but these are factors that should weigh and support um but you know at the end of the day it is what it is like i'm not going to request people to support me um but i just keep those things in the back of my head right because when someone Ask me for something, someone asks for my support, I give it if I can, right? Um, Or even if I see things that people are doing, I communicate with them. Hey, what is this? How can I help? You know, I'll go back and post it. Um, But yeah, so I just don't want it to seem like I'm bitter because I'm not. But this just these videos that I was watching today, just substantiated at least some of my thought processes and it helped me work through them because at the end of the day, no one owes me a damn thing, right? I work hard on this podcast. I do what I do. I like it. I think the product is good. I think the content is good. I think there, we are steadily approving each and improving each and every time, right? Um, and then another thing she said is Release yourself and do better. There were some other things, but I think I might end it on that. Release yourself and do better, right? There are always going to be situations that's going to hold you back. There's always going to be things in your head that you might be thinking about something that you're doing that makes you a little hesitant uh, moving forward. Release that crap. Like, don't let that hold you, right? Don't worry about how many people followers you have on Instagram and Twitter don't worry about how many people repost or don't repost don't focus on that because you should be focusing on and this is a lesson for me too that I've learned from this focus on your your product focus on your content focus on the people who matter who's listening and supporting because those people those silent supporters uh, those folks who you don't even know those are the people who matter because the content, the substance, the product, right, is what they are getting from you. So, why not give them your best? Um, so yeah, so you know, at the end of the day, I do think that my words are my most valuable possession. Um, I think when I leave this good old earth, um, My body may not be here. My spirit may not be here, but I'll have left um, my words. And so that is the most important thing for me so that my offspring can go back and listen to my annoying voice. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. So that was the episode of Straight Up No Chaser. Um, sorry if it felt like it was rambling. Um, also, um, don't think that I'm, you know, been bitter or upset about things. But these are things that's on my that have been on my chest, and it's important for me to express those because I do hold things in too much, and that can create health problems like stress, heart attack, hypertension. Release that shit because. If you can't change it, <laughs> ain't no sense to worry about it. You got to what I'm saying. All right. So until next time, continue to drink, listen and converse. Uh-huh. Look at that. Mm-hmm. 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 That looks so good. Look at that drink. All right. Um, And yeah, we'll be back next Wednesday with episode 34 next Wednesday's episode is going to be oh I don't know if I really like this case but it's a, 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 it was a good discussion <laughs> we are back on the A D series e series guilt accused guilty or innocent episode 34 will be out next Wednesday this episode episode 33 straight up no chaser Subtitle, My Words Are My Most Valuable Possession would we'll be out tomorrow, Wednesday. Alright, peace and love.